Hello, this is Dr. Adam Splaver, and this is Warrior Health, and today I'm going to speak to you about the measles. All right, I have to admit, I never in a million years ever thought I would even be speaking today about the measles, or ever about the measles, because it was one of those things that I thought was taken care of. I mean, everyone got their vaccinations as a children, as a child, and you never hear of anyone getting it. Well, guess what? People are getting it. They actually have a, a number of people in New York and Israel and California that have come up with the measles. And as such, there's been a little bit of a buzz and panic out there. In fact, actually, the reason why I decided to talk about this today was because that buzz and panic prompted an ABC affiliate to contact me and, and comment on what's going on at this stage of the game. So what's up with the measles? Well, the measles is one of those childhood illnesses that everyone pretty much got um, a number of years ago before the advent of the vaccination, the MMR vaccination. Now, the MMR vaccination is a combination vaccination. It's the measles, mumps, rubella vaccination. Nowadays, actually, they have the MMRV vaccination, which is the measles, mumps, rubella, and varicella, a.k.a. chickenpox vaccine. And it, it, it was widely available, and for the most part, everyone got their inoculation when they were children. That is until probably within the past 20 years or so, when the anti-vaxxer movement started taking hold and more and more people held out on vaccinating their children in fear of possibly contracting or getting some of the side effects or complications of the vaccine. And those complications could be anything from an allergy to, in some cases, there, there have been thoughts and there have been discussions of whether or not it leads to certain uh, things like autism or spectrum disorders. Uh, which in the literature has been proven both ways. But that being said, here we are in a situation where there are cases of measles that are popping up. And what to, to do? What do we do? So I generally rely on the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, uh, to give advice to my patients of what they need to do about vaccination, specifically with any type of communicable disease. Um, the measles is one of them, which... Honestly, the, the illness itself isn't horrible, at least based on what I've read about, um, but the complications of measles can be quite, uh, quite scary. Typically, people who have the measles get a fever of 105, and then the rash begins. It begins on the head, and it migrates downwards, down the neck, on the shoulders, the torso, the arms, the hands, the thighs, the legs, the feet, and... It's self-limited. It's not pleasant. It's not comfortable. But there are a number of complications of the measles that are or can be deadly. You see, people who get the measles can have a number of uh, things that happen. Some people can lose their vision from the measles, uh, which is rare, but it can happen. There are patients that can have cardiac or muscle issues. They can have encephalitis or meningitis, which is basically an infection or inflammation of the brain or the sac that encases the brain, which can be painful, headaches, and also have altered mental status. Those are rare. But there's another really, really, really rare problem when, when someone gets the measles. That usually occurs a number of years after they've had the disease. It's called subacute sclerosing panencephalitis. Yeah, it's a mouthful. They call it SSPE. Uh, and that entity basically is fatal. Basically, they fry their brain and they die. So, although, although it's not common, it happens in 1 in 25,000 cases of measles, 
it's still not exactly a, uh, a thing that we want to play around with. So the CDC came out and made some recommendations that if you were born before 1957, chances are you have immunity to the measles because you probably got it like everyone else during that time period. After 1957, it gets a little bit blurry. It so happens that the initial phases of vaccine development used an attenuated virus. They used a virus that was weakened. And it's thought that a number of people may not have gotten complete immunity. They haven't gotten uh, developed their, their full panel of antibodies against that virus and that, that vaccine. And as such, if they get tested and they find that they don't have antibodies against measles, the recommendation is for them to get at least one MMR shot. Those born after 1968, if they've gone through the full series, which is basically two shots, uh, usually after uh, a year to 15 months, that's when you get your first. And the second would be four years to six years old. In some cases, you can do it uh, 28 days after your first shot. Uh, but if you can prove that you had gotten it, chances are you're probably immune. Uh, there are those that, uh, that if you can't prove immunity, then you would have to, or at least can't prove that you got the shot, you have to prove immunity. And that's by doing a blood test. They take your blood, they spin it down, they take off the serum, that clear part of your, your, your blood, and they test it to see if you have the antibodies against the measles. Now, antibodies basically are proteins that your body makes to attack or to disable viruses, bacteria, anything foreign. So if you have those antibodies present, it means your body is, is able to fight it off. So if you don't have immunity, the CDC recommends that you get an MMR booster. You get at least one shot. And if you do have immunity, then guess what? You don't have to do anything. There are those that suggest that if you get uh, exposed to measles, that within 72 hours, you can go and get an MMR shot. Although it's not 100% effective, at least it may confer or give you, or that person for that matter, some immunity against the measles and maybe attenuate the course of the, the illness or blunt the illness from becoming worse. So those are some of the issues with, with the measles. Now, the biggest issue with the measles, though, is with, uh, with women, pregnant women for that matter. Pregnant women who get the measles uh, have a higher risk of having a miscarriage or a stillbirth. They have a higher risk for having preterm labor, in other words, having a premature baby. And some even have low uh, birth weight babies. So that's a big problem with, with pregnant women getting the measles. Immunocompromised patients, patients who were born with a uh, compromised immune system or people who actually acquired uh, immune system problems, whether it be HIV, AIDS, or even chemotherapy or radiation, those patients also are at higher risk for having complications, uh, specifically uh, when they get the measles. And those are the patients that need to be more careful uh, when, when, uh, when, when, uh, when going out in the world and consider possibly getting vaccinated. With all those considerations, uh, the bottom line is that you need to make an honest, informed decision, that you need to know what your risks are for both taking the vaccine and the risks uh, of not taking the vaccine and what the benefits are. And only you can make that decision by speaking to your healthcare practitioner, your doctor, by your nurse, with your nurse practitioner or physician assistant. And doing so, you too can be proactive with your health and make an informed decision. So with that, this is Dr. Adam Splaver, and this is Measles and Warrior Health.